You are listening to the Musician Today weekly podcast with Vera Bermenko. Tune in for your insight into a professional musician's life and awesome new music. and welcome to another episode of Musician Today podcast where we bring you the most amazing artists from across the world and today we have a fantastic artist and performer Chantal Dubay who returns for part two of her amazing interview so last time we talked about Chantal and what she does in general but today we're going to speak about her amazing project an album for children so we do need your help making this project come true it's currently on Kickstarter you can look it up by Chantal uh, um, excuse me little harpist <laughs> children's album buzzing bees so the title is buzzing bees and as someone who has been teaching children music for about 14 years myself i am a huge supporter of it i think we need more quality content for kids i need uh, we need more learning material for kids we need everything for kids that is actually interesting and cool and this project is going to be exactly that so as always you can look up our interview part one on musician today podcast if you missed it you would like to learn more about chantal and what she does she's an amazing artist harpist collaborator. She's on my record for the Imagine Project. <laughs> she did a fantastic job. So you can always find Chantal in her own projects on all of her social media on the website at chantaldebay.com, on Instagram at forward slash little harpist, on Facebook at Chantal Debay Harpist, on Twitter on Little Harpist, and YouTube at Chantal Harpist. So go ahead, check her out and welcome Chantal. How are you doing today? I'm great. Thanks for having me back. My pleasure. Um, so I guess the first question would be, what brought this idea to write a children's album? I mean, it's not a usual sort of medium for artists. <laughs> oh. um, well, I have two kids, ages 6 and 11. Um, but actually, last year in August, I went to a songwriting retreat. And um, I never dreamt that I would come away from that retreat wanting to write children's music. In fact, even when I left the retreat, I wasn't thinking like that. But there was someone at the retreat who had shared some songs that she had written for her grandchildren. She included their names and all the characters of, of the grandchild in the song. And so I thought, oh, when I go home, I'm going to do that for my kids. Um, Meanwhile, the entire time I was at the retreat, the instructor was talking about our native tongue. What is your native tongue? Because that's, you know, what you're going to kind of go to and pull from when you are writing music. And I was like, I don't know what my native tongue is. Um, of course, there's some classical uh, roots in there. Um, that was a given. But beyond that, I didn't really know. So I came home. I wrote these two songs for my kids, and it actually just came so easily to me it shocked me and they were so fun and so cute and then I realized oh my goodness I have been teaching little ch little children music either in a group setting at a private school through kinder music or one-on-one -on -one, I'm teaching piano and harp for like 25 years so my native tongue is children's music so I was like I'm just gonna start writing a couple more songs and then um I was on TVO Kids in uh, like about a month ago, I was on TVO Kids, but we filmed that before Christmas, before COVID happened. And they said, hey, could you write a song for the show? And I was like, oh, actually, I think I can. So, you know, things just kept building and opportunities just kept coming. And 
Next thing you know, we're in the midst of COVID and I have a bunch of songs and I started writing more and I said, there's no time like the present with all the lack of performing that I wasn't able to do. I have all this time. My brain was so, had so much more room for creativity. So here we are with a children's album, like 12 songs later. <laughs> amazing. Amazing. So yeah, I remember early in the quarantine, we, we spoke briefly. I know everybody was so just sad about it and depressed and like, oh, I don't know what to do. So that's great. I feel like this is an amazing way to sort of showcase your creativity, but also do something good for the people that you care about. And uh, yeah, create a project like this. <laughs> so yeah. what would you say? Um, what ages of children would it be mostly focusing on? Um, I think that this project is probably good for like toddlers, all the way up to like, you know, kids that are maybe around nine or 10 years old, like my daughter's 11. And she likes it. But it's probably because she's a part of the project, right? Yeah. Um, but the songs are very catchy. So I'd say like, yeah, about toddlers to ages like nine or 10 years old. Amazing. Why don't we have a listen? So we sure. have the cat song. Mm, yes. <laughs> and I love that video. I love that cat. Is that your cat? Those are our cats. And um, my daughter actually is going to get songwriting credits in this song. She came up with a couple of uh, the best lines, like tail in the air, just don't care, lots of fluffy hair everywhere. She came up with those lines. So it's really been like a family project. So yeah, it's one of my favorites. Oh, that's so cool. Well, here it is. Enjoy, guys. One, a two, and a one, two, three. A cat's a cat, and that's that. A cat is a cat, and that's that. No bother telling them to scat. A cat is a cat. They Thank you. So I love how the harp is like making everything sound so magical. 
and no mm. matter where you put it no matter what you do with it it just sounds amazing and i love the way you play it too um my favorite part too is the purring <laughs> yes <laughs> how did you guys so, record that did you sample so, it or did you just yeah no we actually recorded it so the cool thing about like when all of this happened i went straight to long mcquade thank god they were still open honestly really um, and I rented a bunch of equipment there, recording equipment, and I rented um, one of their handheld devices. I honestly can't remember the name of it, but it records uh, amazing sounds. We, we've actually recorded a ton of nature sounds. We would go for long drives in the spring and record on country roads, but we even recorded the cats. Like I got right up close to them while they were sleeping and recorded them. <laughs> That was actually my husband's idea to incorporate the purring during that part because we hadn't originally done that. So when I mean like this is a family project, it truly is. Like everybody was giving their feedback and, you know, what they wanted more of or less of. Um, but all of the sounds that you hear on the album are going to be what we have recorded. So Wow. That's amazing. I love that. And I love it that it's a family project. So this way you're mm -hmm. definitely getting like the best out of it, right? So your kids are giving you feedback and co-writing it with you. That's fantastic. Um, mm -hmm. So did, did you record everything all by yourself and produce it entirely yourself? Or did someone help you with like the production? Yeah. So that's a great question. Um, I did all the recording myself and it required a lot of YouTube tutorials. <laughs> I felt like I was back oh, in yeah. college or something. Um, so I was, yeah, talking with my producer about what mics he recommended, how he recommended I, you know, set certain things up. Um, I play the harp and the piano on the entire album. So I have an acoustic piano, but I don't have like a keyboard. And so I, you know, started off with one keyboard and wasn't happy with it because it didn't have the weighted keys. Mm -hmm. It didn't have the full like 88 keys. Um, so then I went back and got another one and I learned about a MIDI track. I had no idea what a MIDI track <laughs> was. Um, when I brought the keyboard home, I was like pressing it. I'm like, why don't I hear anything? And then I realized, oh, I have to hook it up to my computer, put my earbuds on. Then I hear it. I was like, this piano's not working. It's like crazy. Um, but Wayne Cochran, who actually works out of Metalworks Studios in uh, Mississauga, um, I met him when we did the Christmas album. And he was just really easy to work with and just really down to earth and just a great personality, a great guy. So... I reached out to him when I started doing all of this and I said, listen, this is a children's album. I don't know if you want to be a part of a children's album or if you can be silly and quirky enough to be part of a children's album. I said, but what? let's just do one song together and see what happens. So the cat song was the first song. And I said, so do you still want to be friends now? <laughs> And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, this is very different from what he's used to doing, you know, day in and day out. So we've been doing it all remotely. I record here. I send everything to him there. Um, <clears throat> you can see behind me, like, this is the mic that I've been using awesome. to record with a lot. Um, we do our vocals with this mic. Mm -hmm. I actually do the harp with this mic. Plus, I use another uh, mic for the harp. I set up two mics. Thankfully, I've been in recording studios enough to know how to set the mics up, yeah. right? Like for me, for vocals, and as well for the harp and stuff. Um, so, yeah, we've been doing all of it. And then there's some violin 
um, on some tracks. And Bridget, who's been a guest of yours, yes, um, Bridget O'Regan, she's doing a lot of the violin for mm. us. And she's got a very quirky, fun personality, yes, as you yeah. know. Bridget is great. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, the first time I sent her something, she sent me back a very classical track. And I was like, no, 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 no. I'm like, you're thinking Toronto's most elegant harpist, Chantal. I'm like, you need to think like children's album, pretend you're playing in front of kids and mm. you want to grab their attention with your with the way you're playing. So she sent me back something completely different. I'm like, okay, this is it. And she titled <laughs> it like Silly Sounds. And I was like, yes, that's what we want. Amazing. Wow. I can't wait to hear it. That's so great. Yeah. That's kind of who we've been like working with was mainly Wayne. And so when Wayne gets my tracks, I give him some ideas as to what I want. I'm like, you know, I want, you know, this is where I want the climax or this is kind of how I want this or that to go. And then I say, well, and I don't know what else to tell you. So kind of work with what I've given you. And, and then he send me something back and I'll be like, yeah, let's tweak this or let's tweak that or make this louder or whatever or child solo here. And actually too, there's a couple of tracks that I've got guitar on. Wayne actually did the guitar for the cat song. Mm-hmm. Um, but then my uncle came down to visit and he did some guitar tracks for me, which was so fun to have <laughs> another family member involved. So we have a beaver song and mm-hmm. he's on that one. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds so great. That's amazing. So when you started your um, crowdfunding campaign, What were like your biggest challenges and have you ever done a crowdfunding campaign before? No, I've never done a crowdfunding (laughs) campaign. I honestly don't know if I'll ever do it again. (laughs) It's stressful. um, Especially Kickstarter. It's all or nothing. I didn't want to do a GoFundMe because I wanted to give somebody, I wanted to give back. Like I didn't want to just say, hey, you know, give me your money. (laughs) Um, I wanted to say, hey, you know, support us, basically pre-order the album Mm -hmm. is all I'm asking of people. So I really wanted just to get people to pre-order the album. And then if they had more to offer, then we would have more to give kind of Mm -hmm. thing. So it's been tricky. There was a lot of like thought and um, I don't know, just a lot of tweaking that went into creating it. And now it's out there and it's all or nothing. So like if we don't Mm -hmm. reach our goal, boom, bust, we get nothing. So I'm a little stressed. There's only like 14 days left and we have a long way to go. So, well, yeah. 14 days is still a time. Guys, go yep. to kickstarter.com forward slash projects forward slash little harpist forward slash children's dash album dash buzzing dash bees. So buzzing bees, just look, it's a mouthful. Yeah, but just look it up buzzing bees on Kickstarter yeah. and you'll find it. So yeah. help, help this amazing project see the day. <laughs> So you can play it for your kids. I know I'm going to get it for my students, too. I'm going to totally use it in our class. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you. Because you know what? When, like, I've worked with kids for so long, and plus I have my own, obviously, but I know what kids like because yeah. I I played, like, I did a lot. I taught the kinder music curriculum, right? Yeah. And so I would do three different terms of kinder music a year at, like, uh, three different schools. Mm-hmm. And so I did that for several years. So that was a lot of songs that I learned and that I taught. And so what happened was I'd see what kids resonated with and what they didn't resonate with. I was like, 
oh, they like this song, but they don't like that one. Hmm, I wonder why. And then I would kind of, as the weeks progressed, I'd see why they didn't like this or that. And so I've put that thinking and that thought into every single one of my songs. They're so repetitive. They're so catchy. Um, they're almost, I think, all about albums or albums, animals. They're all about animals. Like we've got the yeah. bee song, the buzzing bee song. Mm-hmm. We've got a beaver song, the cat song. We've got a wiener dog song, which <laughs> is so funny. And it's got a bit of a jazz flair to it. We have, oh, oh yeah, there's one that's not about animals. It's called the chocolate chip cookie dough song. Mm-hmm. That who doesn't is like so chocolate fun. chip cookies? Like who doesn't love <laughs> chocolate chip cookies? And, you know, kids love baking and, and, and all of that. So there's just, so much room for imaginative play in this album. And that was another component I wanted in this album. It wasn't just like, okay, children's music, great. You can sing along to it, play this for your kids, pop it in while you're driving down the street or whatever. Mm-hmm. I actually wanted this to be like a, an entire like music time that you could have with your children or you could provide for a child. Mm-hmm. So like a whole half an hour of imaginative play through music. So one, you know, one minute you're acting like a beaver, the next minute you're acting like a cat, and the next minute you're you're walking around like a dachshund, like a wiener dog. <laughs> the, the the funny part about that song is like I'm not I'm not a wiener dog. I am a dachshund. <laughs> oh, so rare. It's so funny. <laughs> like I can't do it justice without singing it. But yeah, it's yeah. just. They're quirky little fun songs. That's amazing. I can absolutely see like activities being held to your songs. So like uh, maybe a teacher or like a kindergarten, you know, teacher just making up a dance and everybody's doing it or at home, especially if you're like at home stuck in quarantine, (laughs) which we're not so much anymore. Or to homeschool even. Yeah, exactly. So just like uh, using this as a learning tool. So mm-hmm. for all the teachers out there, this could be it. <laughs> yeah, I've actually spoken to a few kindergarten teachers and they're like, please let us know when this album is done because we need that like movement time for the kids. We need like, and not only is it like a movement time, but it's an imaginative play through music. I don't know. It's just, it really creates the perfect opportunity for that, which is really important to me for children and we're going to be releasing a youtube video for every single song wow i was just gonna ask yeah (laughs) that's amazing so how do you go about shooting videos i've seen your first preview one minute trailer that you sent me that looks really cool and i didn't even realize that you were in (laughs) that was so cool so yeah what do you do like do you have a team or is it also like a family just set up yeah (laughs) Okay, so as you know, the wedding industry is like non-existent right now. Um, so the videographer that I use to do all of my, you know, beautiful, heart, glamorous music videos mm-hmm. is like doing nothing right now, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, but fortunately, he has time to do children's music videos. So I've actually shot all of them uh, myself on my oh. iPhone which wow. is a bit crazy, and I've used, uh, I'll show you, oh, sorry, I've, oh, I've used this, like, monopod, uh-huh. so this here thing to hold my iPhone, so it's steady, because that's, like, the most important thing, 
Um, yeah. And I make sure that I'm, you know, filming horizontally with 60 frames per second. And so I film all this stuff and then I send it to him and he does all the editing. Mm-hmm. Uh, he just actually got a little job of like a contract position. So he's not able to film in person for us, but he has lots of time to edit after his work hours. Um, and then I filmed two songs, the tired turtle and buzzing bees were filmed partially here and partially at my cousin's house where, um, her daughter-in-law filmed Mm -hmm. some video as well. So, there's been some collaborations there, but Vincent Andreas, he's the one who's doing all the editing and he is incredible. Um, like he's done all my videos. So he's, he created the intro that we got the buzzy beat intro. Uh, and we wanted all real, um, video shots, nothing mm-hmm. animated. Yeah. I really respect the child and, in order for them to engage imaginatively, I really believe that they need to see something real, not mm-hmm. something that's been created. So we have real bumblebees that I shot for buzzing bees wow. and have a real turtle for the tired turtles. I saw that. Yeah, I saw the yeah. turtle. <laughs> yeah, it's a real baby turtle that we borrowed from a friend. So it's it's been a lot of work. It's ambitious, to be honest, because the album's not even done. Yeah. And we're shooting these videos at the same time. And <laughs> I'm like, what am I doing today? Am I recording a song or are we recording a YouTube video? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. But kids are going on YouTube to listen to music. They're not on iTunes. Exactly. Right? So it's important to get it up on YouTube. That's amazing. Well, I love it. And I know how much work and stress it could be creating an album. I've released mine last year and this year, technically December ish yeah. <laughs> on the cusp. So yeah, and we're still doing work for it. We're still producing videos. We're still doing photo shoots. We're still doing about to start online concerts. So that could be a little something wow. you guys could possibly do. That'd be pretty cool. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> My awesome. kids are, I don't know how cooperative it is. <laughs> You know what? The funny thing is with teaching online, we all had to switch, right? We all had to switch teaching online. And with a lot of my students, I was doubtful first too. I was like, oh, no way. They're not going to focus. But actually it did the opposite. So some of my youngest who are like seven or eight, who weren't paying much attention in person, actually now are excited to go to their class because they're like, oh, my teacher's on my iPad and I have to prepare my music, I have to do this. So they actually started putting more thought into preparing for their class. And I'm really grateful for that experience because I feel like that's gonna transfer into our in-person lessons as well. So that's absolutely amazing. I mean, like it's this season of quarantine could be viewed as a down, time but it could also be an opportunity for growth for creating amazing new projects like yours mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah i agree it was very very difficult it was very depressing for me at the beginning um i think i even talked to you about yeah, that it was yeah, i remember that i could not get my head wrapped around it i think because for me being in the wedding industry i was getting all these emails from brides that were postponing yeah. and it was really hard i my heart went out to them and Um, it was a mental and emotional struggle for me daily. So I ended up putting some boundaries up and just checking my emails, you know, every few days because 
I knew that they were canceling, so it wasn't exactly, you know, urgent that I replied. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just, you know, when, yeah. <laughs> when are you uh, rescheduling kind of thing? Okay, 2021, of course, everyone's rescheduling yeah. to 2021. So I put some boundaries up, and then it allowed me some more space to be creative. And then not having to learn special song requests and new song requests for everybody else gave me the opportunity to be more creative and do my own thing and play my own music and write my own songs. Um, so it's been a blessing. Uh, but yeah, it's been challenging to just know how to handle the situation and create those boundaries. Yeah. Well, I'm glad that you're enjoying the process and I can't mm-hmm. wait to hear the full album. I'm going to pre-order right now. <laughs> uh, Guys, go down you. Kickstarter. Check out Buzzing Bees by Little Harpist. So that's Chantal, and you can always check her out on her website at ChantalDebate.com. By the way, is there a link on your website to the campaign? No, actually, there isn't. That's pretty bad. I should, should <laughs> no, do that. Okay. But um, if you go onto my Instagram page, mm-hmm. there's the links there. Little yeah, this, 100%. Yeah. yeah. So that's kind of where I think most people are at. But yeah. Um, that's true. Okay, amazing. So I look forward to the whole album coming out. I can't wait Thank to you. get it. I can't wait to hear the whole thing. Can't wait to show it to my Thank students and, you know, our cousins, kids that I know are going to love it. Yes. <laughs> so we're uh-huh. continuing the topic of education this week, guys. Come back on Saturday. I have my good friend from university years, actually, who's also an educator and teaches children music. And she's got a unique method that we're going to reveal to you on Saturday and how that works. Thank you so much, Chantel, for coming today. Before we leave, though, I'd like to ask you if you do have any sort of tips, advice to anyone um, creating a project like yours, um, maybe crowdfunding tips, maybe just the tips on organizing it, as in like what's been the main thing that you've discovered throughout this process that helped you? Um, I don't know that I have any crowdfunding tips only because I'm not sure if mine's even going to succeed. Um, I think the biggest thing though that I have learned through crowdfunding is that it does really reflect on, um, who's, who's following you. And uh, for me, I actually thought I would get a lot of people engaged that were on Kickstarter and that was a mistake. It's not, it's not like that. Um, so the people that are funding me right now and that are supporting me are actually people that already follow me and follow my journey and are supporting me and our friends and, um, you know, just people that know me on social media. They aren't necessarily people off of Kickstarter. So you have to be aware of that. You have to make sure that you, um, can generate great support from your own following. Don't depend on Kickstarter's following. That's one piece of advice. Um, another piece of advice for this is that when you're working on an album or such a long project, you know, as artists, we're used to that applause every time we perform, right? <laughs> and um, when you're working on such a long project like this, you don't necessarily get that. But releasing sneak peeks to people um, and little tidbits of songs and stuff like that will keep people engaged and it will also encourage you along the way. So sometimes I release something on Instagram because I just want to hear what people are saying. I want to know what their feedback is because you can just feel like you're in such a bubble for so long. So yeah, just reveal some little things along the way to keep yourself encouraged and to keep other people in the loop. Absolutely. Thank you. I can totally agree. 
and relate to this. <laughs> Thank you, Chantal, for coming out today. It's great to hear from you again. I'm so happy you're doing well and your family too. So yeah. uh, I wish you guys to get into the normal pace of things um, yeah. really well and smooth transition <laughs> into this crazy yeah. you know, lifestyle that we have today. But I'm sure everything's going to come back. Weddings are starting to come back. Events are going to yeah. come back soon. Yeah, small parties too. I've played a few, actually two this week already. So yeah, it's yeah, getting it's there. <laughs> so thank you so much. Guys, go ahead to Kickstarter. Support Buzzing Bees by Little Harpist. You won't regret it, I promise. It's amazing. I just want to add one more thing that for me personally, I'm a big fan of ASMR, which is those relaxing videos on YouTube that people whisper or they just give you interesting sounds and it helps you sleep. So for this cat song, that's the effect I got at the beginning. So the combination of your voice, harp and cat purring, I just love it. I don't know about kids, but for me, this is like relaxation music. <laughs> <laughs> So thank you for creating it. I can't wait to see your full project to fruition. And let's help make it happen, guys. <laughs> thank you. So maybe we'll have you back sometime when you have more videos to show us. Absolutely. Anytime I'm here. Awesome. Okay. <laughs> thank you. Have a great week. You Bye. too. That's all, folks. If you like Iron Fiddle songs, download them at yourbermanka.com forward slash music. See you next time.